Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, hey, what's going on? This is Bree with the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Thank you so much for pressing play on this episode. Um, the happiest of Mondays to you. Before I forget, because I always forget, um, please make sure if you have not already um, to hit the subscribe button and make sure you rate and review on iTunes or wherever you are listening to this podcast. So um, if you saw the title of this episode, we are going to be, um, you and I, us girlfriends, we're going to be talking about Father's Day um, And really when Father's Day is hard AF, you know what AF stands for. Um, But yeah, that's what I want to talk to you about today because Father's Day is hard, man. And if you are like me, um, it's, 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 it's not just a holiday. Okay, so um, I want to say in advance that obviously we'll be talking about feelings and and fathers and and everything that comes along with that. So if this is a trigger for you, I don't want to cause you any additional stress. Um, If you need to, I totally understand if you need to hit pause on this episode and maybe go back and listen to some other episodes or even skip this um, episode entirely. Okay, so, um, yeah, I want you to make sure that you take care of yourself and um, do what feels good for you. So, um, yeah, I'll, first of all, I want to check in with you and and see how you're feeling. And that's because even though Father's Day has come and gone, um, it's Monday or you're listening um, on Tuesday or Wednesday or, or even like a week or two or even a month later, um, you may not be listening to this episode when it is released the day after Father's Day. But I want to check in with you because... There's so much, I'm I'm speaking personally here, okay? There's so much emotion that, and and, and anticipation um, that can build up for the weeks and days before Father's Day hits. Um, And it's like those feelings, once Father's Day kind of comes and goes, that doesn't mean that how we feel, because again, we've built this up, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, doesn't mean it, that it just disappears and that it's just business as usual. We may think that it's business, business excuse me, as usual, but those feelings got to go somewhere. Those thoughts and emotions don't just disappear. So just because Father's Day is a 24-hour event doesn't mean that your body honors that 24 hours and just says, okay, well, 
Father's Day is done. So now I don't need these feelings. I don't need these thoughts and, and triggers anymore. I'm just going to throw these out and um, be done with it. And that's how I'll handle my emotions. And I'm good now. It's just not, unfortunately, how the heart and the body works. Um, and it's just, it, it, it's so much. And I, and I say it's a lot of anxiety and buildup because, and, and, and it's completely fine. Father's Day... Just like other holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, uh, Mother's Day, um, Valentine's Day. It's just this, it's a big event. You know, it's huge. I don't know if Father's Day is as large as Mother's Day. To me, I guess it's not. But I I have that bias because I don't really celebrate Father's Day like that. So I I don't know. But I think Mother's Day is, is... I guess bigger, if that makes any sense. But Father's Day, obviously, as it should be, is a big deal. It's a big thing. And I know that it is because so many people, they have amazing fathers. They have fathers that were in the home or if they weren't with the um, mom, you know, like, like the mom raised you but your father was there too and they kind of co-parented however they were able to do that the best way they could I mean there's different circumstances but typically Father's Day is an amazing day and I really enjoyed hopping over on Instagram um, if you follow on Instagram at brown girl self-care and you check out my stories at least possibly today they may still be up um, I just found some Father's Day photos and videos that I liked I like to watch that kind of stuff. I like to see it, especially like black boy joy, black girl joy, black fathers, all that good stuff. So I was here for it, even though I (laughs) um, have not ever had that experience. But I I love Father's Day and I love when we honor our men and our fathers. Um, So I'm here for it. But um, like I said, it's just this big buildup. You're getting these emails in your inbox like five years beforehand. Have you bought your Father's Day gift? What about dad? What are you going to get for your dad? The cards are everywhere, the balloons, the 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 posts and social media. Like it's just this really big buildup. And for someone that has never had the privilege, because I do think it is a privilege and an honor to have an amazing father um, to see all these signs and signals and it can be stressful. It can be stressful. And it used to stress me the hell out every single year. It doesn't do, it it doesn't stress me out anymore. At least it hasn't for, um, a few years now, but it used to be like this big buildup and I would just be, just uh, just this ball of anxiety and nerves and you might be feeling sad and angry or anxious. Some of us even tell ourselves, hey, I'm not feeling anything this year. This is no big deal. I'm going to just push these feelings to the side. I don't want to deal with them. I don't want to be bothered with feeling all these feelings. So this day for me, just it just does not exist, period. And I can appreciate that. I, 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 I get it. I really do. Um... So Father's Day can be a trigger also of how you felt as a child or like a young adult. When I was a child, um, man, when I tell you that I felt unloved, unlovable, worthless, um, abandoned, not wanted, invisible, unimportant, like any negative thought you could have, um, 
that's how I felt as a child and as, and as a young woman, a young adult, because I didn't have that. I didn't have any, any examples from like my family or, or otherwise of what, um, of what a solid father figure was or an example of a solid man in my life. I didn't, I didn't have that. Um, so when Father's Day came around while I was in like elementary school or high school, et cetera, um, and people are celebrating with their dads or they're taking their dads to lunch or dinner or, you know, buying gifts and things like that. I just felt so awkward and so weird because I, you know, I don't, I don't think I've ever bought a Father's Day card in my life. <laughs> and I'm laughing because that just sounds crazy, right? But I know that some of you can relate to that. I know that I'm not the only one. As much as my mind used to tell me that it was just me. When you're a kid, you don't understand. You don't really know how to process all of this. These are big things. You know, these are big feelings, big emotions, big thoughts. And you don't know how to process that as a kid. All you know or your understanding is that these kids have this person. And don't even get me started on like the whole last name thing. Like I... Let's see. Um, oh, so my last name came from my dad. But then my mom's last name was different. And my brother's last name was the same as my mom's last name. So, so just imagine that. That was at play too. So it's like it was my mom with her last name. My brother with her last name. And then me with my dad's last name. So just my childhood experience when it came to just like feeling connected to someone that was never there, but had his last name. It was just at, at best, it was just weird. It was just weird. So if you're feeling any of that, <laughs> then I just want to say, you know, that it's okay to acknowledge how you're feeling over the next few days. And that's why I'm doing this podcast episode. Because again, I realize that Father's Day has come and gone, but really that build up to the to Father's Day, it just it trickles over and we may not even realize it and in, in our reactions and how our bodies are feeling and, and how like our moods and, and how we're able to get stuff done or not be able to get stuff done and just how we're feeling and everything. Um, so I think we need to make room to acknowledge that and to make space for everything that comes with it and to not pretend um, that everything is okay. I think that I've learned that when we're triggered, Usually our hearts, there's something that's going on with our bodies, our hearts, our minds, some, something or spiritually that is saying, hey, I need you to pay attention to me. I need you to, 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 to see what's going on and, and check this out. So when we're triggered by something, it's because something at its core needs us to kind of investigate and, and, and just check in and see what's going on. Um, so acknowledge how you're feeling and and however you feel that's that's okay there, you know there there's no guilt no shame no judgment definitely on my part you feel how you feel how you feel how you feel um now i do want to say though that parents as as surprising as it may sound <laughs> parents are human and i i know that i I just had these grand, like, I, I don't even know, but it's like we build our parents up in our minds. Um, 
and we just think they're infallible or like they don't make mistakes or they shouldn't make mistakes they should be perfect when really just like us they're just complicated human beings you know at best and at worst <laughs> some of them are abusive um some of them are they abandon you know their children some of them are pretenders or fakers like they pretend like they're just this amazing person when really when you get home they they are just the vilest meanest um people you'd ever want to encounter and then sometimes you know they're a mixture of both and we love these people even though we don't understand exactly why especially when they're on that extreme end that no one should ever have to experience or deal deal with ever you know but such is life i guess sometimes we we do unfortunately or i have you know um but we we still we we love them especially if they are you know in the home or we we build these people up and sometimes we forget that you know this person is human they have their own life experiences um that help to shape and mold them into the kind of person that they are, excuse me, that they are today. Now, don't get me wrong. Everybody has a choice. And this is not to let them off the hook for anything. Because just like we have choices and we choose to heal and, and to do better and be better and, and to, to really just do our best to like bloom and, and thrive. Everybody has that ch or had that choice at some point. But our choices lead us down a certain path and we end up, you know, habitually becoming these people um, based on our own traumas and experiences. And then we have kids and we have these kids out of trauma and our own experiences. Um, and the cycle just kind of continues. So for those of you that, you know, um, like I know that obviously I have a daughter. I've talked about her many times and um it's like I, I try my best to do better based on the experiences that I had because I didn't want her to have that. Can you relate? So, you know, it, it's it's all about choices sometimes. And, and understanding that, unfortunately, these people that we call parents, um, they may never be the version of the parent you needed then or even now. Sometimes it's just... It just doesn't happen. It's it's just not in the cards. It, it's just not going to happen for one reason or another. They just either cannot or will not. Sometimes it, it, they won't even acknowledge, you know, the pain that you went through because they are so bogged down in their experience and their own pain and grief that they can't see anybody else's. And that's hard. It really is. It's hard, especially when you try to have conversations with your parents and they don't want to acknowledge how you felt or they try to brush over it or argue argue with you about it um and that's if if your dad you know is still around um in some capacity you know um and you haven't been completely abandoned um but sometimes our parents are just not going to be what we want them or what we needed them to be those little girls that we were that needed their dads um, that and they weren't able to come through either they abandoned us um, emotionally or even physically um, they're just not sometimes going to be that person so really we have a choice it's like some of us have hard 
have either had or are making hard choices right now. And a few of those options would be to either, um, sometimes we just got to cut ties completely. And, I, and that's like devastating to say, but sometimes we have to cut ties. Um, sometimes we decide that we, we're going to forgive them and release them. You know, because we don't want to hold on to that. Sometimes we decide to forgive and, and repair. Like we, 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 we know that they're open. We know that it's not going to be perfect at all. But we, we want to do our best to give them a chance to repair. Um, it looks like they're open to it too. So we just, we can choose to do our best to forgive and, and try to heal, you know, ourselves as well as the relationship. And then other times, you know, you forgive and you say, okay, I, I can, I, I'm going to move on and, and, or continue on with this relationship. And I just have to have these boundaries in place. I mean, all relationships should have boundaries anyway, but you know what I'm saying? Like if your dad's still alive and he's in the picture or, or you know, kind of in the picture, but you want to try to just however make it work um and he's open to it and, and you think it'll be good for you um that you say you know hey i love you i want to have this relationship this is what i need you know what i'm saying so sometimes it, for our for our protection and also for them too we got to put those boundaries up so some of us we we've had some hard choices that i wouldn't wish on anybody but again this is this is life <laughs> You know, these are these are real challenges, real issues. And sometimes we have to make these hard choices. Um, so something else that I wanted to say is like, I want you to remember that out of all of this, out of everything that I say today, everything that you're experiencing, everything that you've ever felt, um, everything that you're feeling right now, however that is, I want you to remember something. I want you to remember that you, girl, are amazing AF. You are so amazing. And we lose sight of that because we're so wrapped up in in everything that's happened to us and our traumas and the people that didn't love us the way that we deserved and they should have and either abandoned us or unfortunately passed away um, way too soon or people that, you know, are still alive and you just don't even have a relationship with them at all whatsoever. It's like, regardless of where you stand on the daddy issue, I just want you to know that, you know, I see you and you are just freaking, you're amazing. You're worthy. You're, you're, do they even say the bomb.com anymore? I really don't even know to be quite frank with you, but if they do, is that, I don't even know if that's what the kids are saying in the streets these days, probably not. I need to go ask my daughter, but, um, I don't care. You are the bomb.com because daddies, you know, they leave holes in us when they aren't around and we have to figure out ways to fill those holes in. Um, who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. 
Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black girl peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, no alcohol plus no added sugar. So I've tried all the flavors and I really, really like strawberry rose. It's like um, a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because Again, for real, navigating this Cali traffic is insane. Now, recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go, but it's also good for chilling at home too. It's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand. So next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol, without the hangover, give recess mood a shot. It's been a fantastic addition to my routine. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle, I smooth in a little of the Waze Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz-free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code SELFCARE for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code SELFCARE. And even if your dad was around when you were a child, but now he isn't here and you're an adult, like when our daddies are not in the picture, they leave holes. Um, I know that my holes... They made me question everything about myself, every single thing. And that was a part of my um, bitchy inner critic as she was beginning to form as a child. But she made me, like that whole made me question everything about myself. And it trickled into the relationships that I did or didn't have because I was questioning you know, the guys and their motives and do they really want me? Um, how are relationships supposed to work? I really don't know. So I'm vying for attention that, you know, 
of guys that really I should not have even <laughs> on any level been trying to um, have anything with sexual, physical, emotional, otherwise, nothing like vying for their attention and, and, and making these really bad choices, like really bad choices, uh, making these really bad choices. It took me like a long, long, long time to see, um, really how amazing I am and how I've grown as a woman. Um, it's unfortunate that it took me my childhood and my twenties and even my thirties to see just how wonderful I am. And to be able to say that, um, and by wonderful, don't get it twisted. I'm not talking about perfect. Perfection is not what we're striving for at all. We, when I say that I'm amazing, that's me, you know, loving myself as I am and knowing that I'm worthy and the same for you too. Perfection is not desired or wanted here. So when I say that you're amazing, trust me, I know what I'm talking about. I may not know you personally, but I know you girl and you are freaking amazing. So never forget that. Never forget that. Um, and also as far as the choices that I made and that we've made that didn't go so great, like count those up as life lessons, child, and keep it pushing because Again, when you, I mean, even if you had, quote unquote, the best relationships with your parents in the world, with your dad in the world, we still aren't always going to make the best choices. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, these are life lessons. Um, we made them move on, you know, move on from them. Don't hold yourself like hostage to decisions you made when you were traumatized and, and, and feeling damaged and unloved and unworthy and, and, and like you couldn't do anything right. Like, no, you're not a failure. You're not a failure. And that was a big hole that I had to feel on my own. Just that one of like failure. So that one was, that one was huge. So, um, I want to wrap this session up, but I did want to give you, I guess, three little takeaways for this topic. So the first one is, I want to say that this week, your mission is to be kind to yourself, like beyond like the kindest you've ever, ever, ever been to yourself. Like, I want you to overdo it. I want you to be so kind to yourself and show yourself, show yourself so much compassion and grace that it just like oozes out of your, your, your pores um, because you deserve that. Sometimes when we get into our heads that we were unworthy or unlovable, we're just really mean to ourselves and we have these really crazy thoughts and they're just not true. Um, and we are our own worst enemies. And what's funny is that we have these ideas about ourselves, and these thoughts weren't even our own. They weren't our own. These are the things that our parents told us or, you know, by either abandoning us treating us some kind of way um, because they couldn't be the kind of parents that we needed. They just weren't able to do that. Um, but we picked up on those cues. We picked up on those. Sometimes there were even words that were said. Perhaps your dad said, you know, I never wanted a kid. I didn't want you. I don't even know if you're mine. Like just hurtful things, you know. Um, or like I said, in my case, just completely abandoned from the Ruta to the Tuta. We need some extra love. 
some extra self-love, some extra grace, some extra kindness. So I want you to treat yourself well this week. And um, a part of that is, of course, journaling. <laughs> I say this pretty much in every episode, but that is really one way to be nice. And I'll tell you how. It's kindness when you're able to pour out your heart on pages and feel heard. Because we don't have that all the time. Um, if you have a therapist, that is amazing. And I'm so glad that you do. Um, but sometimes journaling, it, it, it it's a way to be kind to ourselves without judgment. We can say whatever it is we want to say. We can write whatever it is we want to write. We can, we can just pour it, our hearts and souls out on those pages. And that's why I will always, always be a journaler, <laughs> like always. So girl, if you don't have a journal or journals, like once you start journaling, it's like you'll just become addicted. But I, I just, I want to invite you at least for just this week to, you know, get a journal and it doesn't have to be expensive. If you're new to journaling, it could be a four or $5 journal. Just get a journal. And keep it in your purse, keep it in your car, on your nightstand, under your mattress, like at your desk, um, just wherever that whenever you need to take a few minutes to write something out because you're feeling some kind of way or you want to express a thought or even a memory that you had um, of your childhood that you'd like to kind of process, then you can whip that journal out, girl, and just and just go at it and just write and write and write and write. And again, this is a kindness to you because no one's going to interrupt you. No one's going to say, girl, that's, what are you talking about? That didn't happen. Cause that's the worst, you know, when you're trying to tell someone something and they're like, that's not what happened. And they just totally obliterate whatever it is you're trying to say. Like, this is your space to say whatever the hell it is that you need to say, you want to say on those pages. So yes, be kind to yourself, get a journal. That was the first thing. Um, second thing is, I just want to remind you that you are not the only one. So please do not believe that it is just you. Um, like Michael Jackson said, you are not alone, girl. I am here with you. <laughs> because seriously, all came aside, you are not the only one that has ever experienced whatever it is you're feeling right now when it comes to our dads, like, you're, it's not just you. And we get into this place where we're feeling like, you know, it's, it's only us that is, is feeling this grief because we're, some of us are still grieving our fathers for one reason or another. Um, but I promise you, it's not just you. It's not just you. Um, so I want you to get that out of your head. I don't want you to think that you're defective or damaged or um, that you caused problems and that's why your dad's not here. I, I don't want you thinking any of those kind of thoughts. Um, I just want you to keep telling yourself that there, are, that you are not alone and that there are other beautiful black women, other beautiful brown girls that are, are feeling the same way that you do, okay? Um, the third thing is I want to invite you to... Um, schedule some time on your calendar to do things that invite a sense of calm this week. Because again, we've got that buildup of this, this, this either anxiety or pressure or whatever it is that has been building for the last couple of weeks, um, as, as we were gearing up for Father's Day. And again, once the holiday comes, it's just a 24 hour thing on calendar, on paper, you know, but 
That doesn't mean that how we're feeling, especially if we've been triggered for one reason or another, doesn't, it, that doesn't mean that it's just a 24-hour thing. Sometimes it takes days or weeks to kind of move past and process, you know. And, and what's crazy is that every year, you know, we feel some something or some kind of way. But I think the more that we heal, um, the less we're triggered, we're able to have that, that feeling and not let it like completely um, wreck us. Because it, it, it's just such a big deal that when we're processing those feelings about our dads, that it, it can just like really wreck you and, and, and put you in this place. Um, but in any case, um, yeah, schedule some time on your calendar to do some, some things um, that invite that, that, that sense of calm and that center you and your wellness, um, at least for this week. And these things do not have to be complicated. They do not have to be expensive. They do not have to look like what everybody else is doing. Um, think about some things that you enjoy, right? That make you feel nurtured and, 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 and all the self-love and, and just really, I don't know, juicy, (laughs) I don't even know why juicy came to mind, but when I think about like self-love and just loving yourself, I don't know, it just like you just feel kind of juicy, like never mind, girl. But like those things. So like for me, these are these are like some of my things. Like I love walking outside early in the morning because the streets are pretty much empty. Um the air is crisp. I'm either listening to my headphones or I Pretend that I have my headphones on. This is an introvert thing here. If you're not an extra, if you're not an introvert, you won't understand what I'm about to say. <laughs> but sometimes I will have my headphones on, but there's nothing playing because I don't want anybody. I don't want to be bothered. Okay, I don't want to be bothered. I just want to be outside on my walk. Period. Um, but going outside when it's when it, when there's not too many people in the street. Now, obviously when it's safe to do so. I'm not talking about walking down abandoned roads or anything like that. I'm just saying like, you know, when you get up a little earlier, like for example, if you take your walk at 7.30 versus taking your walk at 9.30, there's just like much more traffic, much more noise, much more people on the streets that you've got to dodge and avoid and bob and weave while we're dealing with COVID. So I like to take earlier walks because it just, it helps to center me. And by the time I'm done, I usually have some, some really, I, 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 feel so amazing and so good about myself. So that's one thing. Um, you know, other things I like playing, like soft music at bedtime, having a special cup of tea, making my bed like super like comfy and pretty. I have like this bed bedding addiction and I haven't bought anything this year so far. The last time I bought bedding was last year, but usually like, this is going to sound so bad, but this is my truth. Like once a year, I'll like, get like I'll put my comforter like in the cabinet pretend it's no good and then that gives me like an excuse to go buy like a new fluffy comforter and throws and new sheets and pillows actually the pillows I replace oh, maybe once or twice a year but um I don't know I just like having a really big comfortable bed it just it 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 just makes me feel loved and safe And I know that's not the cheapest option, but I'm just giving you some ideas of what I do. Um, But just making sure, even if your bed is simple, it doesn't matter, but just, you know, just having a a place of comfort in your home that you can just hang out at. Um, Have a therapy session. Those are always amazing. Your therapist, because these are, 
what I'm doing, obviously I'm not a counselor. I, all I can do is just give you my thoughts and reactions and feedback on things I've experienced or read in a book or um, encountered in conversation with other black women. Like I'm just bringing all that, you know, to you by way of a podcast, but I'm not an expert. I'm not a counselor. Uh, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a doctor. I'm not any of those things. I'm just like a sister friend. Like if we were, if we had gone out to eat and we were just having a conversation, these are the things that I would say to you. Um, so it's kind of like sisterly advice, if you will. But um, therapy sessions are life. Um, I've been taking Pilates. I told you that. Well, I will take another lesson tomorrow <laughs> on Tuesday. But, you know, moving my body. I'm always talking about that. And making time for rest. Making time to breathe. I don't care if you have to schedule in your phone and you put to breathe. It may sound silly, but I promise you, when you take even five minutes to rest, to breathe, to close your eyes, to center yourself, to eliminate distractions, to be intentional about how you're going to spend these five minutes. When you open your eyes or when you, when you, when you stop focusing on your breath and you come back to the room, it's just so liberating. It's just, it's, it just, it's calming. It's liberating. I, I don't know. It just, it's just an amazing feeling. So I always make time to breathe. Um, and also like painting your nails, like feeling girly, doing things that if that's your thing, feeling girly. Um, and that doesn't have to be your thing. That's my thing because I don't do that enough. So like right now I'm like waving my hands because my challenge in my group last week, um, was for us to like, just explore our feminine side a little bit more because things have been going on in the community where we've we've had to show up in such a way that sometimes, you know, it's just about balance. You know what I mean? So just kind of doing, doing quote unquote girly things that you enjoy. Um, like for me, it's nails, having my nails painted or press on so that my hands can look pretty. So when I look at them, I'm just like, oh my God, she's so cute. That's the kind of thoughts that I have. <laughs> Those are the kind of thoughts I have when I look at my hand like, girl, you're so pretty. Um, so yeah, just things like that. It could be even taking time to cuddle with your bae. Extra cuddle time, cuddling with your pet, cuddling with your boo, whatever it is you need to do. But just finding some some time throughout your day just to put the focus on you, put the focus on um, relaxing, finding your place of calm, and, and really just doing that for yourself, okay? So, um, yeah, hopefully this episode helped. Um, again, I know Father's Day is, for some of us, it's, it's really hard. And I'm not sure if or when it will ever just be like, you know, something that isn't, doesn't, doesn't like bring up feelings. I'm not sure if that's something that will ever happen. Um, but I think that as we continue to focus on our healing and to love ourselves and to identify how we're feeling and, um, process that and acknowledge it and make some choices, like I discussed earlier, um, hopefully that'll just bring us a sense of, of comfort as much as possible, or, or just some gentleness and peace when this holiday rolls around again. Um, because I think it's important. So, yeah. So yeah, that's it girl for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening again. If you could please do me a favor and after you, um, in this episode, 
you please um, make sure to rate and review on iTunes or wherever it is that you're listening so that hopefully other beautiful black women and beautiful brown girls can find the podcast too. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have an amazing week and um, I will talk to you on next week's episode.